0: Well, hey there, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Glad you can join us. I'm meteorologist
1: Dave Turley, joined as always by meteorologist Andrew Gordon. Andrew, how are you today? Doing well. You know, it's uh, nice and warm. I feel like we kind of uh, opened the door there for that moisture coming in from the south so that humidity kind of hitting you in the face. we got a sea breeze coming in. Summer's right around the corner.
0: Yeah, we're not officially in summer yet, but it's going to be uh, some summertime heat coming up here uh, especially as we move on to next week. It looks to be a little bit hot. We're recording this here on uh, Wednesday, June 8th, and uh, we're getting some showers and storms right now, actually, as we're recording this yeah. podcast. And this is good. We could use some of that rain. We're still officially in drought. Uh, we'll see what the latest drought monitor shows when it is released tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and, you know, something that can bust up a drought would be tropical systems. And this week it's all about the tropics because not only do we have a big hurricane special that we're going to tell you guys about here coming up at 7.30 on Saturday night after the news at 7. But we've got a big event coming up Saturday morning before that.
0: That is right. That is WTOC is pairing with uh, the Chatham County, SEMA basically, for the Chatham County Hurricane Expo. And it's going to be this Saturday from 8.30 a.m. through noontime. And this is your time to come out And get a lot of information about what you need to prepare for this hurricane season, which we are officially in. And we're going to have a lot of different presenters out there, not only from SEMA, uh, but we're going to have the commissioner, uh, the state insurance and fire commissioner, John King, is going to be there. And we're going to be giving you a lot of information and prizes, free stuff. It's always good to have some free stuff.
1: You know, that's always an easy way to get people to, to come on in, and, and we'd love to just meet you anyways. Uh, but, yeah, I think that this is going to definitely be worth your time, especially if you're new to the area and you've never gone through a hurricane season on the coast. We'll make sure that you're you're ready for it here before we kind of get into the the meat of the season.
0: Uh, yeah, and what we're giving away, the free stuff, uh, we talk about our hurricane-ready buckets. Uh, they are coming from uh, Home Depot, I believe. Yep, Home Depot. Home Depot buckets filled with some things you might need uh to prepare for for your your evacuation or survival kit however you want to call it there uh so we're going to have i believe about 60 don't quote me on I that think i think that's it's about
1: 60 th- about the number i heard and i actually went through one of them earlier today you got a big tarp very good quality you got a flashlight gloves batteries even those aren't cheap no so yeah good good stuff not everything you need but it's a good a good pick-me-up save you a little money as we get rolling here into hurricane season
0: and the big thing we're going to be having of course is we're giving away one generator and just let me specify if you're listening to this you have to be present to win these prizes you cannot uh, get a ticket and then if your ticket is called you have to be there uh, to get these prizes so there will be one generator giving away to the lucky
1: winner coming up saturday Always a highlight of the year whenever we get to do that. They're always so happy. You know, they're not cheap, but they can definitely come in handy if you go without power here for a bit during hurricane season. Again, again, definitely uh, you know, looking forward to seeing how excited people are to win that.
0: Yeah, and that's this Saturday. Again, that'll be um, coming up on June. Let me get the date. 11th?
1: Yeah, at the Oglethorpe Mall.
0: 8th, 9th, 10th. Yeah, the 11th, yes. And that's from 830 to noon. And then later that night, we want to get you storm ready. So our, our hurricane special are called Storm Ready 2022. from The WTOC First Note weather team will be airing on WTOC, as you mentioned, Andrew, 7.30 p.m.
1: Yeah, and we've all been working together as a team to put together some good content for you guys. Uh, so this 30-minute special is very informative. It's entertaining. And, and it just keeps your interest. And, and we've been working on this for the better part of a month going on now, it feels like. And Dave, what are what are some of the things that people can look forward to visually seeing during this on your end? What have you been working
0: on? Well, we've been working on the, the seasonal outlook. Every year we talk about what are the conditions uh, going on into the tropics and across the globe, uh, going into making predictions from NOAA and also Colorado State University. And they, also, they all give out their outlooks of what they think is going to be happening for the upcoming season and the reasons why so we kind of delve into that give you some numbers of what this uh, season might look like here as we head on through the season and also uh, I had an interview with uh, SEMA director Dennis Jones talk about how SEMA is preparing uh, for this upcoming season and just kind of going over what are the rules uh, for evacuations uh, if we ever had to have any more of that so a lot of useful information that you would need to know if you live in this area.
1: Yeah, specifically for Chatham County, you've got the different evacuation zones. So it could be very different information depending on where exactly, exactly you live. And it's uh, really good to see that visually plotted as well. And I've, I've got a couple cool things going on. I always like kind of getting into the techie stuff because I like knowing how the model's uh, like w- where the data is coming from that get ingested in the models. Cause if you understand the formula and the data, you can understand the forecast a little bit better where we're coming from. When it comes to intensity, it comes to telling people where we think a storm might go every year. I hope that as a team we, we get better. And I think we do. And, and understanding that is how I feel like I get better at it. So I interviewed a couple different people. Uh, one of which this is new. I've not had this in a special before. There are these things called sail drones, 23 feet long. They look like surfboards with, Kind of like a solar panel type wing on them, they're very interesting. They are getting surface level data that then gets ingested into these models in real time. It's sending that data back, so that's really cool. They look; they just really look like big paddle boards or surfboards, but they are controlled to unmanned, of course, and they can go anywhere within the Atlantic Basin. So that's really neat. Last year during Hurricane Sam, they actually got into uh, this the eye, uh, very close to it, not exactly in the eye, but they measured 120 mile an hour wind gusts and got into like 50 foot waves. Wow. So what's cool about this is in the story, I dive into uh, showing the video of that because it was recording it. So you can see that, what it's like to be right there. And as the, the representative from Sail Drone put it, that's the first vessel that has intentionally put themselves at sea level into a hurricane. So that's pretty cool. It's like a storm chaser that's unmanned for hurricanes. Uh, Piecing that together with something we call a hurricane glider, which is this yellow torpedo-looking thing that then is getting the data underneath the surface. So, of course, you're getting the sail drone that gets surface-level data, such as sea surface temperature, things like that. But also you have something underneath it, so you're trying to stack data where you get what's in the ocean, on the ocean, then above it with the hurricane hunters. Ideally, they're in the same storm at the same time. The gliders are cool because not only are they just getting sea surface temperature, but they can actually measure uh, salinity levels. And that lets you know if you could have a little bit of maybe cold water pooling or density of the water, you could have colder water on top of warmer water. So that's going to be less latent heat release. And all of these things that go into energy at the source, which is the ocean itself for these storms, the air is one thing, but this is relatively new that, they are now partnering with NOAA for it. So I interviewed somebody from there and they're actually on Skidaway Island. UGA, UGA Skidaway Institute of Oceanography houses these. And there's an associate professor there that kind of brought this project down to Skidaway. So it's very cool that this great technology is kind of being housed here. And that's just, it's just kind of fun. I I think that it, it sounds very nerdy. No, it's good. Bill and I, the science guy kind of stuff, but I've, I've, Try to put some good visuals in there for
0: us. It's interesting because we have a lot of information for what's above into the atmosphere, above the ocean, but little known about what's below the surface of the ocean, well, as far as you go down. So it's good to get more information about that. And, you know, more information is better for getting the uh, more accurate forecast coming up, hopefully in the future.
1: Yeah, and last year, because I tried to, like I said, I tried to do a research thing every time. I interviewed a couple of guys. I don't remember exactly which organization they were with, but I say sail drones that are on the surface. Don't want that to be confused with actual drones that fly in the uh, hurricane that are not airplanes. So unmanned aircraft, they were testing those out non-operationally. Dave hadn't heard much about that. I don't know that it went well because they were expensive. Um, they said that obviously it, it's, you're cutting your loss. I mean, if it's gone, it's gone. You know, they're not, you're not going to be able to recover the data. So I don't know exactly what happened with that. I need to follow up with it, but it's nice that they're still trying new things to at least try to improve the data collection to then put into the models. Yeah.
0: So that's uh, some, uh, some of the stuff that we're going to be having coming up for our storm ready 2022 hurricane special, which is going to air, uh, this Saturday Here on WTOC at 7.30 p.m. And thankfully, a quick look in the tropics. We've already had Tropical Storm Alex, and we were waiting for that to become a tropical storm for a while as it moved off the Yucatan Peninsula into the southern Gulf. Never did make it to tropical storm status before moving over Florida, but once it moved east of Florida out of the Atlantic, and that's when it gained tropical storm status.
1: Yeah, it got its way over to the Gulf Stream, ended up getting a little bit of strength there for us this past Sunday. Um, you know, this is what we had talked about leading up to it for a few days was the rip current risk was going to be uh, elevated because of that northeasterly flow. And I know that the Tybee lifeguards had to rescue a handful of people, and then they ended up just putting double red flags up, closing the water off. And it was right. nice and sunny or mostly sunny out, but that, that was the reason. I being. think
0: they rescued more people that day on Sunday than they do usually in a week. Yeah, I think that's it, was, what we heard.
1: it was busy, and they, they had a lot of calls, too, of just having to get people away from things or people in trouble but doesn't, didn't necessarily need full-on help. It was, it was kind of a mess, and, and it just goes to show that you can be influenced by a storm or system or what have you, even if it's hundreds of miles away. The ocean is big, and it is powerful.
0: And thankfully, as of right now, again, we're recording this on June 8th, on a Wednesday, the outlook for the tropics is, at least for the next five days, relatively quiet. I know some of the computer models, I think the one is, is trying to develop something possibly in the Gulf, but uh, that sets a long ways out and we'll see what happens with that when we talk about it next week.
1: Yeah. And I'm confident that we're going to, you know, go past five days without having anything because the uh, Saharan air layer is coming in here. And uh, I know we've talked about this before in the podcast, but you, you have a flow from East to West and it's the same highway of air that these storms take as tropical waves. But early in the season, more so without the waves getting going, which are thunderstorms that then move offshore of Western Africa, you're getting the dust itself. So still kicking that up. It's going to expand all across that main development region and then into the Gulf of Mexico, up into Texas and Louisiana and southern Florida. So hopefully in the Gulf of Mexico, with some of that dust up there, it prevents anything that potentially could form to not. But if you're looking at a bullseye point for June, the area that gets the most development for tropical things would be the eastern Gulf of Mexico. So you would think the peninsula of Florida uh, and then going up the Gulf Coast toward the panhandle. Yeah
0: so hopefully uh, we'll keep an eye on it but uh, thankfully things are relatively quiet for right now but it's only the beginning of hurricane season. We have a lot of ways to make sure we keep you prepared and informed for this upcoming season. So uh, that's about it for this week. Anything going on? Any plans coming up for this weekend besides our uh, Chatham County Hurricane Expo, Andrew?
1: No, no plans for the weekend. Going to take it easy. Been traveling quite a bit lately. Looking forward to just hanging out and, um, you know, getting to meet some folks at the Hurricane Expo next week. Going to the Brooks and Dunn concert. So Ooh, looking forward to that. There's where's a, that? That's at End Market.
0: Oh, so, it's here. It's yeah, local. Yeah. Brooks and Dunn local here. Brooks All and right. Dunn
1: local. So definitely looking forward to to a nice little date night there. And, and I know the rain that we're hearing. Above us right now, your yard is probably likened,
0: Dave. Uh, the yard is actually coming along very nicely. It's filling in. It was a little bit uh, barren, I guess, in the beginning of the year. We had a little fungus problem, which mm-hmm. kind of killed the lawn. We got that under control. And now, as you get into these this warmer time, this is peak time now for the grass to grow in. And it's it's taking full advantage. and. Yeah, the water is uh, going to be good from those thunderstorms.
1: Yep, and uh, we need it because I think at the airport we're, what, eight inches or so at a deficit. That's going to get updated on Thursday, so we'll talk about that next week and the rain that's falling now, not to get too complicated, but wouldn't even get counted for this week's drought monitor anyways. So we'll, we'll get to that. But, Dave, uh, go ahead and, and I'll stop talking here today. <laughs> uh, we're going to do plenty of talking here this weekend. We do definitely hope to see you guys with our smiling faces out there from 830 to noon at the Oglethorpe Mall.
0: That's right, and that's for Chatham County Hurricane Expo. For meteorologist Andrew Gordon, I am meteorologist Dave Turley. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast.